Yo, what up, everybody? Happy Saturday. It is the SBYR show. Start before you ready. I am here with the boys. What it do? What it do? Yep. So today we are going to be speaking about pivot, how to pivot, when to pivot, how to know if you should pivot, because the last episode we talked about feedback. And so now we're going to show you what to do with that feedback. And um, it's going to be part of our feedback series because this seems to be a part that a lot of people miss in their business. Their business just can't pivot and they end up being like Blockbuster um, where Netflix just completely put them out of business. So, fellas, first, just tell me about y'all week, man. Well, how, y'all, how y'all been, man? What's going on? Everything's been good. <laughs> uh, I, um, shoot. Uh, I'm going through a pivot right now, so this is actually right in line with kind of where I'm at with my business. Um, and actually, my pivot has been really warm. It, I want the pit, so I was like, "This is a this is going to be an, a, a series where like a pivot is like some of the well, sometimes some of the best things that can happen for your business because yeah. you can be doing something that you think is great, and then the market is saying there's an opportunity over here that's even better. And sometimes there's not an opportunity over there some that's better, but this is an indication. This is like I'm just going through a phase right now where there's an opportunity that's better. So I'm actually working on a pivot now. It's being really well received. We're team and I are super excited about it. And yeah. So it's been a good week. And yo, your pivot's super exciting. Uh Dre, how was your week, man? Tell me. Miami out people over there partying, shooting each other and all types of <laughs> crazy stuff. Well, at least that's what the news says. Yeah, no, it's it's a real statement, man. A lot of stuff is happening out here. It's Ultra Music Fest. It's also spring break for some people. Uh, so just I'm just I'm just dodging everything. Everything I'm driving. I'm dodging a new COVID variant over here, bro. I'm staying inside the house. <laughs> at the uh, but, Del- uh, the Delta Omni. <laughs> yo, man, listen. It's this is this is the best the best weekend for this thing to spread. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, if it achieved anything, it'll achieve it during this weekend, <laughs> you know. So, uh, but no, my weekend's been good, man. Just been, uh, just been grinding out, hustling, um, doing multiple things, you know, raising, as well as, uh, you know, expanding the business and stuff like that. So it's it's been fun. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's talk about pivot. Uh, Brandon, we'll start with you. Let's just let's just go basic first. What exactly is is a pivot in someone's business? Yeah, pivot is uh, much like the actual term itself. You're just changing direction. Um, and there's all types of pivots. Like you can do a complete change of direction. You can just do a slight, like you could do a, a different market. You could solve a different problem. Like I would say a different, solving a different problem might be a more of a complete change in pivot. Um, maybe changing an audience is a smaller change in pivot. So like maybe you thought you were going to serve businesses, but uh your your product ended up becoming really good for consumers or the other way around actually that typically happens the other way around where you thought it was good for 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 consumers and it ends up being like a play for businesses or you could just say like hey i was targeting you know men for this product and it turns out women actually like this more so i'm going to kind of cure my 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 efforts and my product towards women or uh industry i hey i thought i was this was good for hospitality but it ended up being good for uh entertainment so um, pivot is just you get a you're getting a feedback. You, you hopefully you're in a feedback loop that's telling you and directing you in a different direction. Yeah. Dre, what's a pivot? Man, I think <clears throat> I think I'm learning what a pivot is 
constantly <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you there's no true definition of what a pivot is for me personally because it's like oh slight change here oh big change here oh i, I don't know you know I'm, I'm constantly learning uh constantly learning when when to do it when not to do it um making mistakes along the way uh and so i definitely want to share just some of my experiences of um uh, my like when I got it right and when I got it wrong, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but for the most part, pivot is um, when you're when you're kind of doing something different, a bit different. Um, it, it can be a complete change, like Brandon said, or a slight change, um, or you can can go to the to the user standpoint of like who who the user target audience is. Go from niche to an, a bigger niche, you know, an adjacent niche. So, yeah, that's a pivot, man. But you gotta get that thing right, and it's an art to it for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of like pivot is a big deal, especially in today's climate where things are changing so fast. Um, for example, in my speaking out, you know, took a big hit and lost a lot of money. But then I was like, OK, they're doing virtual speaking engagements, which was a little weird. But that's how I found out how to use all this crap, this software, all the computer stuff. People are working at home. And so uh, today learning how to pivot is a truly big deal. Um, Andrea, I love what you said where you said, um, I don't really know what a pivot truly is. Like it's small, it's big stuff. It's just, it's like kind of being elastic and figuring out as you go. So I have a business, I'm in business. I'm watching y'all show right now. I love the show. How do I know, how do I know when I need to pivot? Like. And, and like, I need to do it fast or I need to do it slow. How do I know when I need to do that? Um, I think as, so I think if you're running a business, um, you should always be looking at opportunities, right? So like, <clears throat> you're, it's like, you're, so like, like Dre said, I'm constantly learning this as well. Um, and you're going to, you're going to fail sometimes. You're going to do good. You're going to do bad at it. I think for me, I'm constantly weighing what I'm doing now versus opportunities in the marketplace, right? And then also to how much traction and how much momentum that I have in what, what I'm doing now and opportunities in the marketplace, right? So like you might, sometimes there might be a situation where you have a lot of momentum in what you're building and there's an opportunity in the marketplace, but that might not, but because you have a lot of momentum behind what you're building, that might not, that might not, that might not say, hey, we should change. Um, but again like that there's an art to this because sometimes like you the blockbuster thing right like blockbuster had a lot of momentum and they've had a big they had a humongous moat and like they they were a, a prominent player in that marketplace and here's some here's like a small opportunity netflix is is conquering on and so like does blockbuster if you're running blockbuster at that time do you see this small opportunity that could potentially become a big opportunity but i'm already the big fish in the big pond why should i jump out this pond and get into this little small one over here that seems to be growing, but it's not very, very clear. Right. Yeah. Um, um, so, you know, I think it's an, like, a, it's an art, you know, it's, there's no right. I feel like there's, it's, it's hard. It's hard to get this right all the time. Yeah. For me, I would say this, I'm just constantly weighing how much momentum and that I have and like around my business and how well we're dominating our traction and how things and how fast things are growing um, and how customers are responding to us versus other opportunities that I might identify and see in the marketplace. Yeah, that's huge. Um, that made me think of a good question too, but I'll ask next. Dre, um, 
how how do I know that I need to pivot? Yeah, um, <clears throat> there's 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 two things I, I look into. Uh, one is I really like to disrupt myself, right? Uh, Brandon mentioned the Netflix versus Blockbuster, and that's a that's a that's a battle of disruption. Um, you have Facebook and Snapchat battle of disruption. The the reality of the situation is if you're doing something right, someone is going to come eat your lunch. So you need to eat your own lunch, right? Like, and so the, the the pivot in this situation is what can I do that's better that will replace what I have going on or even enhance what I have going on? That's if you're working on the right thing. If you have some traction and, and, and things are working smooth, it doesn't even have to be working smooth. It can be working crappy, but you're still you're still growing. The question at that point, again, is how can I disrupt myself? Because the reality of the situation is someone is going to get, eat your lunch. Someone's going to disrupt you if you don't disrupt yourself. And so that can take on building a different product. That can take on growing growing into a larger market. That can take on having multiple. You uh, 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 can go from a horizontal stream uh, or vertical stream of um, the, the, the market that you want to you want to hit. Um, and then the, the, the one prior to that, if you're if it's not working, is. It's, 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 it is who is extremely excited about this product, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And I only want to pay attention to people that's extremely excited about it. Um, I'll give you an example. So Quest, um, we had we had the skip line thing, and there were some clubs that were like on the fence about it, and there were some clubs that was like gun ho, right? Yeah. And we kind of focused on we wanted to get everybody because our, our whole thing was like, yo, we need to we need to dominate a city, dominate a city. But the reality of the situation was maybe we could have just grew to, to people that really rock with us really heavy, right? And that meant go, go for the entire United States versus go city by city, right? I think Uber and Lyft are, are in that situation where Lyft goes and tries to dominate the entire city. Uber says, we're going as fast as we can, right? Yeah. And, and I, think, I think we know who the winner, maybe we don't know who the winner is actually because the market cap says differently and, and the price is differently on the stock but um maybe i, I don't know i'm catching myself on that one but, <laughs> <laughs> but but i would say uber is the winner here right like yeah. me personally um so so yeah and, and then the other one is like what if we got it completely wrong like yeah you got to completely scrap scratch that you know what i'm saying and, yeah. and say what else is out there um and and be okay with completely dropping that idea and moving on to another one because mm-hmm. you have to like if you're going to move on and i'm talking about a lot right now but if, if you say i got to move on to a whole new idea you can't afford to focus on two ideas at a time yeah like you literally can't afford it you have minimum amount of resources even if you have a mm-hmm. team of seven people every last one of the person on the team needs to be focused on the next one right mm-hmm. like and that's mm-hmm. the reality of the situation is so um because because it's if you don't you have too many endpoints coming in and you have to digest what is happening if you can't if you're not like there's this term uh this book called deep work and and the reality of it is if you're pivoting and you're bringing on multiple things and you have two different you're, you're holding on to do two different things but one's not working and you're trying to figure out a whole new one you're not able to get the deep work that you need right yeah. Uh, and that's like with a completely different lens. So I talked about a couple of things, three things. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love that book. Actually, when I was in a time struggling with just focus, 
Brandon uh, told me to get deep work and that helped me a lot. Um, but Dre, I want to stay with you and ask you this question real quick, because the idea of how Google allows, and I might get this number wrong, but they allow their employees like 15% of their time to just work on anything random that they want to work on. And what happens when they did that was they were able to tap into new ideas, new pivots, and, 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 and just new things that end up turning to like Gmail and, and just things that ended up being huge for Google and making them uh, dominant in the marketplace. Is there any systems, ideas, or tools you you use to um, to come up with new innovations, new ideas, or to be able to see pivot points? Um, so, so one thing about the Google thing, I want to I want to state what that is. Uh, to me, that is uh, employees that have magic powers that do not have pressure on them to come up with an idea. So they work on things that they find interesting. That's com completely different than a founder. That's like back against the wall, trying to figure out how to make this thing happen. Mm. Uh, I don't think that you would have some products come to come to life if you don't have the capacity to just chill and explore the things that you want to explore. Uh, which is partly why I say all time, always is like, I focus on things that I like. Um, because I think that there's way more value in that than, than what I have to do, to be honest with you. One is short-sighted. One is more, it can be long-term. It can be short-term. It's, it's more open. As soon as I stop having fun with it, I'm done with it. <laughs> That's what Drake says. But anyway, um, back to your question. <laughs> Shout out, Drizzy. <laughs> back, yeah. Back to your question, Roy. Like, uh, can you ask that one more time? <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have any tools, systems, strategies, or ideas that you use to be able to see pivot points or be able to see where things are going so that you could start to pivot. Cause from the outside looking in me, I just see genius thinking. Like when you break it down, like, yo, my competitors are doing this and I can see the markets doing this. I'm just like, damn, he has a faculty of observation. That's just next level. So do you have tools and ideas for that? Or how do you, how do you give me your superpower the best you can by answering the question? Yeah, yeah, I, I do my best. Um, you know, part of it is, man, it, it takes time. You know, you, it's a mindset that you, you just develop. Um, but, you know, you have something that's working. And, and the reality of it is you have to ask yourself, where else can this go? Right. Mm -hmm. And then you take it to the next level and you say, well, what's the common, what, what is it that we're working on? What is it that's working right now? And then what's the commonality of what's working right now? And then what, if, if something else was to happen, what would this look like, right? So an example, I guess I can use AutoDAO for this one. Um, in the beginning, <clears throat> I, I launched it for EDD, uh, unemployment. And there was a lot of people that needed the unemployment uh, stuff or whatever. And so then I was like, okay, well, it's just unemployment. It's just a side project. And then I, I realized, oh, there's 50 states that need this thing. Oh, man, this is crazy, right? And then I launched it for 50 states. And then, then I realized, oh, there was a crisis that happened. Texas had an ice storm. And Japan had an earthquake. And something happened in Mexico as well. And so as, as a result of that, I had a bunch of people from different countries now contacting AutoDAO, trying to use AutoDAO, saying, hey, can you expand over here? And I was like, oh, it's a crisis platform. And then I'm like... Hmm. 
I go talk to some friends or whatever. And like, you, it's just, you live life, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then reality of it is, yo, you find some, somebody's trying to compete with you. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yo, this, this thing works. So now I have to, now I'm thinking like, okay, should I compete with this person? No, <laughs> I'm yeah. just trying to elevate, you know what I'm saying? Like, where else can this go? Um, and, and people need help with other things as well. And, and customers will tell you what they need help with, right? Like they'd be like, oh, well, we, I like this. I like that. And, and you, you need to look into those reviews, man. Look into um, app store reviews. Look into YouTube reviews. Look into uh, uh, Amazon reviews. What are people complaining about? What are people excited about? And, and, and usually that tells you also where you can go as well. But the main thing, again, is how do I disrupt myself? Then the next one could be how can I speed up the process and stuff like that and automate stuff? It's a lot to it, to be honest with you. But over time, it just becomes seamless. I'll tell you the truth, though. I'll, I'll stay up for days thinking about this stuff. You know, not stay up, but like I'll be thinking about this stuff for days, man. So it's not a it's not a one trick pony. One side I might one day I might have this thing figured out, this small piece figured out. Next day I might have this small piece figured out, and that's that's why I had we talked about the ability to 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 be in a a focused place, a a peaceful place. Because if you can't get to a peaceful place, then you can't think. You know what I'm yeah. saying? If you if your emotions are all over the place, if finances all over the place, if if you know you just can't think properly. So you need to to get to a point where you can just relax and not relax, but definitely think. Yeah. Uh, Brandon, do you how do you think about it? Uh, tool strategies um, or actually. Without sharing the idea, how did you see the pivot you needed to make um, in Black Steel and then was able to just make it? Um, so I, I'm going to take a couple of I'm going to kind of attack this question from a few angles. So I'll take like. Uh, the strategist operator perspective. So first, and then I'll talk about kind of what I did for mine. So from a strategist operator perspective, like you're trying to always balance this thing between efficiency and flexibility. So like one of the, so like when you're, when your business is, when you're, when you found something that works and you're starting to move forward in that business um, and grow that business, you, you tend to like prioritize efficiency. You're trying to make processes more efficient and uh, you're trying to make things go smoother and faster and easier and simpler. But the, the problem with that sometimes is things become kind of rigid, right? Because now you're building structures that keep yeah. these things in line, right? Yeah. And rigidity stops flexibility, which stops innovation and, and growth. I mean, uh, and the ch your chance for a pivot, right? Yeah. So the companies that do this well are the ones that can do a good balance between having efficiency and flexibility. So like you want to build efficient processes, but not to the point to where it becomes rigid. And what happens in like companies like Blockbuster is like, and go back to the Blockbuster example is like, you double down on what you're good at. You build very efficient processes is doing a, a, a very efficient processes are doing that, that task that you're good at and that people love. And now you become rigid and it's hard to be flexible. Now Google has found out a way is like the, the best way around this, like what Netflix and Google have shown is like one hire great people, make e processes efficient enough to get the job done, but not so efficient where it comes rigid and give people the flexibility and, and take that pressure off them to allow them to think and then create, right? And so I think as an operator or strategist, you have to like kind of balance that even with yourself. Like, hey, I need to be efficient with certain things, but also need to be flexible in certain things. And everything doesn't necessarily be efficiency driven. 
um, flexibility is where innovation comes from. Uh, so in my, in my pivot, <clears throat> it was kind of that same thing. Like I had to one, allow myself to think. So I had to like be efficient with my time and my days and like the things that I want to work on, but I also needed to be flexible with myself to allow myself to do some non-scalable things and allow that like non-scalable things, like non-scalable things is like talking to people every single day. Is it efficient to try to talk and call 10 to 20 people every single day? It's not very efficient. Now you can create more efficient processes around doing that, but just the general and task at all, like it'd be much easier for me to send out a survey or it'd be much easier for me to like send out, you know, an email or get feedback in mass, but actual just having conversations isn't necessarily the most efficient use of like getting feedback, mm -hmm. but it's the most flexible and you can learn a lot. So I got my idea from just feedback, talking to Dre about going on and Dre's like, yo, you should, you know, think about this. I, I actually, uh, when I was getting an apartment, I, I had, uh, you know, I used this company that I thought was really dope. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. I, I found people, I was talking to people uh customers every single day and they were like i have this issue like the reason why i actually signed up for your for you for your uh with your business is because i'm actually trying to solve this and i'm like okay well i can kind of merge these things together and it gave i so I, I took the time from being i took time out of my day from being really efficient process oriented and kind of rigid right because routine is rigidity um to being flexible and allow myself space to think like dre said and that's where kind of you can be innovative um, yeah. and companies that do the people, the companies that last a long time are the ones that kind of balance that efficiency versus flexibility. Yeah. Uh, that's huge. That's huge. Let's stay with you Stokes. So you figure out a pivot or where you need to innovate a little bit. How do you then take steps to execute? Um, especially if you are maybe a little rigid because you put in systems in place, but how do you actually, uh, then go and execute that. If you so, if you're early, like it's just you and a company, and um, or like you're, you're you have a small team, and it's an, or and you, and you're just pivoting, then mm -hmm. you kind of just I think you at at that point you shouldn't have too many processes in general. Yeah. So you, you should you're just really just kind of clearing the weeds. So you go to that you 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 just go deep into that topic. So now you're like okay. Hopefully you can either replace yourself with somebody. So like, hey, the task that I was doing, if I'm if I have a business that's running already, I need to like offload some of the things that I was doing that may be important to that business to keep that business running. Because at the end of the day, like you're taking a risk to pivot. Like you could explore a pivot and it actually is not something. But like the last thing you want to do is if you have something going, like leave that thing like in shambles because you decided to pivot and now that pivot doesn't work out and now you're kind of fucked both ways. So you want to like, if you have something going, like make sure that, that thing is still running well while you explore and give yourself the space to explore this pivot. If you don't have something going, then you really have nothing to lose, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so really it's just like double down. If you think is an idea, then go for it. Um, don't be scared. I think I found myself, you know, I'm one times like Dre and I, we were talking about some things and I think like there was a time where I was like maybe scared to move on something. I was scared to like pivot or I was scared to like change. And it's like, yo, we haven't really built anything yet. So what are we scared of? Like, just take the ch like, just embrace the change, and don't tie yourself down to something that hasn't shown that hasn't proven to you that it's worth like tying like uh, uh, doubling down on. Take the risk. You're taking a risk anyways by starting a business or starting an idea. So if you see an opportunity, to jump jump in. Yeah, and I think where people get caught up is they don't want to lose money. 
And I think that's where it goes back to Dre's idea of, yo, just put it out there, create it, like slap a landing page together and just see if people will pay first because then you you just want to always be in a position where you can scrap things if it's not working the way you think it should. Dre, how do we execute? We know we we found it. How do we get in there and just just make it happen? Yeah, I think I think when it comes to a pivot, you want to take it the the same way as when you first started your the business. Um, and that was from the standpoint of uh, throwing up something and seeing if people bite. Um, you know, an, an example of this is you know I I I, I built something. Uh, I'll, I'll use autodow.com for an example of this. Um, <clears throat> originally, we was focused on on employment, uh, and then we said, well, what if there were other? What if there's other? businesses and companies that need us as well. And I didn't build out this full-fledged system for all these other companies. But what I did do was I spent up some Google ads, created a landing page, and boom, we had a thousand hits in like a week for one company in particular, right? And we're just like, oh, shoot, this, this is interesting. What's going on here? So then I said, all right, Lo, now we can now focus on this because it earned our attention because we started getting hits off of it, right? And I didn't build out a, a model for it, for it to work. I literally just built a landing page. And so I did, I did my pivot by de-risking myself, right? And I did not want to, uh, to take on a whole new business and a whole new venture by just focusing on the next one. I said, no, we have something that's working right now. Let's just pu push out a landing page and then see if it works, right? And yeah. from that, people, people started coming in. And so now we have even bigger. Now we support 10,000 numbers. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that time. Well it was huge and exciting to hear about that. What's up, Brandon? Oh, I also want to say like, yeah, I, I kind of, for what we did at Black Steel is something we had, we, I basically just reached out to my 40, like we have 43,000 people that signed up for Black Steel. I just reached out to them and said, hey, we're thinking about doing this. What do you think? We had 6,700 people say, this sounds dope. I'd use it. There's, that's just really quick. It was a simple email. Um, and that just gave us at least enough, enough uh, information to say something's there. So sometimes mm -hmm. you can reach out to your existing customers real quick, just sending a quick blast, email, text, like, yo, there's an idea that we have. This is what it's going to be. What do you think about it? You know, yay or nay. And we did that and got a, got a lot of yays. And we're like, okay, bet. This is, this is, this is a, we're going to explore it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, last question. And uh, you can throw in whatever ideas as you kind of answer as well. Uh, talk about, a famous or a big pivot that was just epic uh, that you know about, that you've done or that you've seen a big company done um, and uh, whoever wants to go first. Um, I probably would say Justin TV to Twitch. Um, as oh. you know, Twitch is a billion dollar company. It was purchased by Amazon. Uh, but they started off being Justin TV and Justin TV was uh, a service where <laughs> literally this guy named Justin Khan, uh, really good guy. He walked around documenting uh, and documenting his life, basically, uh, where people can like see him in real time. It was like the first like real reality show. Um, and that's why they call it Justin TV. So he had a GoPro or whatever camera always on him. Um, and. Yeah, they just documented his life. Now, uh, the thing was, it, it wasn't working. <laughs> like, it, it had some traction, but it didn't have, like, a significant traction. 
And so they, they pivoted. And, um, and Michael told us, he told us that when they pivoted, they went full-fledged on the new idea. And that new idea became Twitch. They didn't say, let's continue with Justin TV. They yeah. said, let's go completely on this new thing. And all forces, all, uh, all focus on, on that one thing. And then boom, just uh, Twitch TV is what it is today. Yo, I didn't even know that. That's dope. Twitch is, Twitch is huge. Brandon, any uh, examples? Hmm. I mean, that was the first one I thought about. Because um, it's hard to what know. Instagram? I, would say, I would say like, I mean, Bourbon and Instagram. But I would say like Bourbon was, so that was a different, that's definitely a little bit different because like they had, it. Uh, uh, they kind of changed the product. So from what I, what I remember with Bourbon and Instagram is Bourbon was just like a food sharing app something like right it was like wasn't an app that you can share pictures of your food <laughs> and then they added filters to take photos of themselves and it turned into instagram but <laughs> i try to think about a different one hold on because i'm a little more clearer clearer so hey i'll was, I say this how about this this is a different type of pivot where it's not a it's not a it's not a complete pivot it's an opportunity that somebody sound and added to the business amazon and aws right mm -hmm. so Sometimes you can build businesses off of tools that you need. And this actually happens often where uh, um, a company is starting out doing something and they and because they're growing and, and, and like they, they they're like looking for a service that's like could, that can serve them. And there's no service out there that can serve them. So they have to build it in house. And now they realize that all these customers need it. So with Amazon and AWS, if people don't know, AWS is Amazon Web Services. It's the biggest cloud platform that I mean, most companies operate their businesses on. Yeah. So like when you're building a website or you're building anything online, a lot of that data and your data lives in Amazon, uh, on, on Amazon servers. Um, and you call it the cloud because you can, uh, you can access those servers remotely. So Amazon's building this humongous business. They need storage for servers and capacity. And they need something that's flexible that they can access from anywhere that they can, that data can live and that their companies and organizations can access that. And they also want to centralize their storage in like, in like certain areas instead of having it all over the place. Um, and so they're, they're looking for a providers that can meet the scale that they have, but there's no one that can. So they build it in house. And so they built, uh, uh, AWS, Amazon web services, like a humongous cloud storage service. And it, it became the biggest cloud storage service in the world. And now that business is actually more profitable and makes more revenue. Than, uh, I, well, I don't know about my revenue, but it's definitely more profitable than the actual business that people know that them for, which is, you know, their, their, their e-commerce platform. Amazon Web Services is like the thing that is driving their e-commerce platform because Every business in the world can use AWS. Um, and you got businesses that are from companies like NASA to some, your small business to even my business uh, uses AWS. Um, and that has been a humongous, that's just an example of like keeping your eyes open to the marketplace, finding an opportunity or having a problem that you have. Like even businesses have problems that aren't being solved. And, and if no one is solving your problem, then you can build that, you can build it. And other people probably need that same thing. And AWS has been really successful for Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, kind of a cool pivot that happened is right when COVID was going down, a friend of mine at Rush was, he, he like makes his money by doing events. He puts people in a room 
uh, does like a three day event and teaches something. And then he closes them on his coaching program and makes like a hundred thousand on these events. Uh, but um, weeks before his event, COVID happened. They said he couldn't do the event and, you know, he has bills to pay, he has things to do. And so what he did was he did what was uh, the first hybrid event, which people could come in person if they were like tested and all of this stuff. Or they could stay at home and watch on Zoom and uh, watching him trying to keep Zoom going and the crowd going. It was like a hybrid event. So I think that was super cool. And he ended up making more money than he did originally. And then everybody followed from your Tony Robbins to your all your guys who did events ended up doing that same exact thing where they did hybrid events. Or some people did full virtuals where they had like a stage and had a screen with thousands of people on their at home in their zoom watching everything. So I thought that was pretty, uh, dope. Is there anything about pivot that we didn't talk about that we should talk about? Mm. I can say like, uh, I think the thing is when, uh, sometimes when not to pivot. So not every, not every customer's problem, not every Partner oh, real quick, real quick, real up. quick. Is that the next episode when not to pivot? <laughs> potentially, potentially, yeah. <laughs> not every, not every, not every problem, issue, and opportunity is a reason to pivot. Um, mm -hmm. So I would say, like, um, the value system that you should have as a founder is sometimes I would say, like, to guide you is be tied to the problem that you're solving, but don't be tied to the solution. And, um, and that'll kind of help guide you because like with my pivot, I'm tied to the problem that I'm trying to solve. I really have no ties to how it gets done. And that, that's the framework that I look at opportunities through and the opportunity that we're pivoting towards is still solving like an underlying issue. Mm -hmm. It's just a different method. And so that's kind of like my framework of how I look at pivots, um, mm -hmm. per se. Yeah, if you if you're what's that quote? I might mess it up, but um it's not what you don't know that kills you, it's what you know that isn't true that it kills you. So if you <laughs> are so sure that this is it, but your market is telling you something else and you just refuse to listen, that could be um a way to flush your business down a dirty toilet. Uh Dre. Um, I don't have anything off the top of my head, but I do have that Instagram story. So we, me and Brandon was fortunate, fortunate enough to meet Mike. Uh, Mike was the, the CTO of Instagram when it first launched, um, before actually before it even launched, he was a co-founder of Instagram. I sure. Yeah. Um, and so bourbon was a location based app that allowed you to check in and also share photos of your location check-ins. Um, and so mm -hmm. it was similar to Foursquare. Um, if, if no one knows what Foursquare is, <laughs> it sounds familiar, but I can't recall how they're still around. I don't know, but they make money still somehow. You know, they have an API that is like fire, basically, you know, something to do with the location and stuff. People have to pay for that location based data. But um, but yeah, so they were a, a service that allowed you to check into your location. Uh, but the problem was that it sucked. It, it really didn't hit well. But they noticed a feature that was hitting well, and it was Instagram. It was the, the photo, the photo side. And so they explored the photo thing, and they 
decided to make a photo app of people sharing, you know, whatever they wanted to share. I think uh, mm-hmm. food was being shared like crazy at the time mm-hmm. and they added filters to it. And their original business model was to sell filters. <laughs> wow. Right. But and no one ever bought the filters. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even think they sold the filters at the time, but um, uh, yeah, at that point they were, they were taken off like crazy and then they got bought by Facebook. So, yeah. yeah. That's huge. That's dope. That's dope. So, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, you can look into something. You can look into your own product to see what's working, right? Because uh, your your analysis could be that, oh, the theory could be that, oh, this is, a, it, this is it that's going to be hitting. But then you realize that something else hits inside your own product and, and you say, all right, we need to double down on this, right? Because yeah. we're not winning anyway. So, yeah. Well, there it is. The big pivot uh we let's go 36 minutes we did well we did well mm-hmm. uh thank you for everyone who joined live uh got three shares on live yay we growing every day on the lives man and people i need to do a better job of sharing the link out before i uh start because I, I don't at all and my uh-huh. my my peoples when i tell them they're like what are you doing saturday i'm like i'm doing a podcast they're like you have a podcast like you don't <laughs> I, I'm not. I would say roy you've been holding us down because i haven't been sharing shit so i need to do a better job of like keeping people in the loop yeah man hey and what's dope about the pod like just with my pod like a episode of hit and they'll go look at all the episodes so you know what i'm saying we we putting mm-hmm. content out there man we creating baby um nice. but uh yep. thank you yep. for everyone who who did share and comment and everything remember to share we'll be on every single platform till next time hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed making it for you start before you're ready start now start today man hey as soon as we get off this live go start something man all right loving on y'all